welcome back to the Holy Hardwood podcast with Pat and Tony. Game eight, Pelicans versus the Wolves. Your Pelicans drop this one after with a depleted roster tonight. Um, just going to go into the stats here. Brandon Ingram, 24 points, six assists, three rebounds. Jordan Hawkins, 14 points. Uh, one assist, one rebound on two of five from three. Uh, Robinson Earl, 11 points, nine rebounds, one assists. Jonas Valanciunas, eight points, six rebounds. Dyson Daniels, seven points, three rebounds. Matt Ryan chipping in 12 points on two of four from the three-point line uh, off the bench. Pat. Another ugly one tonight, kind of the same all, same all with this team, but at the end of the day, with a depleted roster, you you couldn't have uh you know expected too much from this this group that, you know, hasn't had a lot of time to play together. Um, you know, a guy we signed on Friday, Robinson Earl being put into the starting lineup with uh Herb Jones and uh, Zion Williamson being out tonight, so uh Kind of all the same stuff that we've been talking about on previous podcasts kind of reared its ugly head again. Um, but just wanted to kick it over to you to see what kind of thoughts you had about tonight's game. Yeah, I'd say uh, rearing its ugly head is is really a compliment, right? That's giving them too much. Um, it wasn't it wasn't just ugly. It's just you know it's it's mutant like it's horrendous. Um, there's just there's just so many bad things um, building on one another, and it's really just becoming like a, you know, it, it's just a free for all. You know, it's just one thing leads to the next, right? I mean, I, I think you mentioned, you know, a guy like Jeremiah Robinson Earl, been on the team for, you know, a couple days at most, thrown into the starting lineup, and I'm pretty sure he already tied Zion's season high in rebounds tonight, so props to him um but again just just an ugly situation there, there's really not a whole lot to cover a whole lot to talk you know if you needed another example um again like you said a short-handed group with a lot of injuries and you know other issues going on but you know this was a perfect example to see exactly how bad things are you know at that five spot and it's just it's just, you know, there's really just nothing you can do. There's no way to outplay that. So um, literally just a game just to throw away the, the tape. I guess you're thankful that you you got out of there um, without any additional injuries and you were able to, you know, get some of the young guys like Officer Hawkins some, some extra reps and some additional, you know, looks and shots to, to keep them in rhythm. But besides that, it's a, it's a complete flush, flush it game. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, once you kind of heard about, you know, some of the guys not being in that lineup, it was uh, kind of end of the ball game there. Yeah, you wanted to come out and uh, see this team fight a little bit and uh, show some effort. But like you're saying, it just is a continual trend uh, at that five spot. And you can kind of see it bleeding over to some of the team and the rest of the guys. It's It just is becoming dejecting and and everything on uh, that end of the floor, which, you know, like we said, you can't get stops, you can't get down into your offense, and especially with a de- depleted lineup uh, tonight, it made it, you know, even harder for 
all the guys involved that were on the floor on that other end. Yeah, I mean it it wasn't even it wasn't even frustrating, right? It was so much worse than that. It was it was borderline sad, you know, you just how bad some of it is and it's just it's embarrassing. I mean, it, it just it really is. I mean, um, you know, even besides the stuff that kind of goes under the radar that you have to really look for to see what the problems are, which we've, you know, thoroughly discussed and have went through and and described to everybody, but I mean, even simple stuff that your your local fifth grader at the YMCA YMCA pickup league can do. I mean, it's just it's just disgusting. It's demoralizing. There's nothing positive to say about it. And it's just I just don't think you have to really overthink this one. I think it's just until something is done to change that and to remove that from the situation, I don't really think you can even on a night to night basis really play anybody in this league and expect to to win a high majority of games. I mean it's 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 horrendous. So Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, it's just one of those throwaway tape games. And, you know, with a younger, more athletic team uh, that we're going to have to go on the road again uh, on Friday, a Houston Rockets team, you know, that's kind of what you've got to focus on now. And uh, from there, hopefully you get Herb and you don't know if Zion will be back with the birth of his child and all that stuff. But, you know, I think just with all the injuries and, uh, kind of this defensive stuff, you can kind of see the de- demoralization of the team and, you know, the effort and all that stuff just isn't there, um, you know, piecing all that stuff together. Yeah, it's it's just, it's kind of crumbling pr- from within um, at this point. Um, you know, you're, you're at a stage now where in terms of that, you just got to, you got to really just cut the head off the snake and, and try to stop the bleeding, man. I mean, Obviously, it's still super early in the year, but you're coming off three straight losses, and it's not the fact that you've lost; it's, it's the manner in which you've lost it. You know, it's just it's um, that same running issue is just kind of spiraling out of control, and they really can't get a get a grasp on it. So, um, you know, if something isn't actively being done in terms of seeking out some additional support and assistant for for this roster, then um, you know, I don't really know what else you'd have to see to, to kind of point you in that direction. So, um, I mean, the, the saddest thing is, you know, the last four or five minutes of this this game, essentially, you know, you saw a guy like Cody Zeller playing with uh, four two-way guys out there, and those were the most productive minutes at the five we saw all night, you know, by far. So, um, that's just, that's how bad that situation has become and, and how low the, the bar is. So really not much more to say in terms of, um, you know, that game, like you said, another chance on it uh, on Friday and you're, you're hopeful that maybe you get a couple guys back, but, um, you know, even those guys playing really well and the rest of the roster playing really well, I think you're just going to continue to see a trend where it's just, um, really big runs versus really bad runs. And that's all seeded from that, that same issue. So, um, like I said, until until that's resolved, I think we're um, we're just playing a game by game, um, you know, season essentially, hoping to steal one here, steal one there, play 500 basketball, and, and really that's about it. So, um, you know, ultimately, I think 
your hands are tied and, and that's just that's just where we're at you know and, and maybe i'm maybe i'm alone in that sentiment but it's just you know when you watch something over and over and over again you know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome i mean that's where they're at it's just that is just what it's going to be every single night it doesn't matter who they're playing against it doesn't matter what the situation is against because i'd be hard-pressed looking around the league i don't think there's a worse center or five-man rotation in the league in terms of fit it's it's i would i would feel confident shutting my eyes and just blindly accepting and saying i will take anybody else's rotation in the league and i think it would come out being a better situation and that's without even knowing who it could be so you know in my mind you can't really you can't really make it worse so um hopefully that's that's something that can be changed in the near future before things get out of hand yeah, and in, in my, my perspective on all of this is, you know, you, you truly see how bad it is on that end, and then just all of that happening, it, it does bleed over to that offensive end, especially for those guys as well. I mean, you could see that basically just fumbling the ball, trying to get the ball in their hands and get something close to the basket when open, and you can obviously see this as taking a toll on those five guys who are playing in that rotation, and it just... It's just, it's just like you said, sad to see and everything, and I'm sure it's so frustrating for everybody else that's involved. And when you can't run a simple uh, guard to center pick and roll defensively, where everyone's having to help so much, and then that's where you saw the Minnesota Timberwolves get those 14 threes in the first half. It's because of that overhelp. I mean, it's basically target practice at that point for, you know, these guys and, you know, they're not going to miss too many of those when it's basically, you know, eight or nine feet of space. So. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's spot on. And, you know, it's just, it's not a very complex thing. It just, it is what it is. Uh, You can see what it is at face value. There is no hiding it at this point. I mean, you know, that's, that's the ultimate decision. So, you know, decisions need to be made. Actions need to occur. And, um, you know, something needs to be changed or, or this season's not even going to, you know, be able to get off the ground. So um, that's my hope, you know, hopeful that something can, can change. But again, um, it's out of our control and we just have to sit back and, and wait and see. But, um, you know, got to flush this one, move on to the next one, try to take a game from Houston, um, a team that's in your division. Um, and, you know, hopefully get back home and, you know, you're a couple of days to a week away from, from potentially getting some, some more support and can hopefully, um, you know, get you a little bit closer to being back up to, to full speed and full health. But besides that, I don't think there's any need to, to beat a dead horse on this one. I think um, we've about covered everything that's worth discussing um, in a game like tonight. Yeah, and just to point on it, just to kind of, uh, put an end to this, you know, Pels just need to move on from this one, you know, get some rest, uh, get, get to Houston. Uh, Friday is an in-season tournament game, you know, the first one that we're going to be having. So that'll be an interesting thing to see and to watch. And then, like you said, getting back at home for that six game homestand where we have a few in-season tournament games. So hopefully we can get this next one and then try to get some momentum while we're at home, while we have some energy from the home crowd and, you know, hopefully getting a few guys back here or there in the next uh, week or so. Yep, fingers crossed. We'll have to see how it shakes out. Definitely. 
And uh, with that being said, this has been the Holy Hardwood Pat podcast with Pat and Tony. Um, like we said, we'll be seeing you Friday after the game. And uh, always, let's go, Tells.